Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello and welcome yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner, joined as always by my co-host, my partner in crime, Maurice Williams, at M of R25 on Twitter. Get his followers up. What are y'all doing? Man got out of prison just for y'all to not follow him. This is crazy. You know when guys get out of prison, motherfuckers forget about them for a while. So you know, yeah, I guess what it is, man. Still in the halfway house, you know, trying to get yeah, back. Man, still trying to get out here and grind. You feel me? Just you know, I get a job. I get my feet wet. I you know, stay down, stay out of trouble. You know, everybody like, man, where horny reset, man? Y'all don't even want to see me succeed for real. Y'all want to see me back in the pen. They trying to get me? back in there. It's crazy. Crazy, man. It's crazy negativity out here i'm just trying to stay positive you know you got to my brother like salam alaikum <laughs> you, took, you took it too far you took it too far man so you didn't convert while you was inside all right um anyway we back with another episode we apologize for for the no midweeks it's crazy out here with the late schedules and whatnot um on the bright side i think that lakers game was the last like real late game uh, the season. Warriors game is at home. See a lot of East teams. By late, I mean like that shit started like ten thirty. Yeah, we got like five straight against East teams. <laughs> Be in good shape there. I'm gonna uh, check right now. Um, yeah, the latest, the latest game for the rest of the season is eight thirty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will say that next Sunday. We play the Hornets in Charlotte, and I do plan to be there. So, and it is a one o'clock game, so yeah. I I haven't decided yet if I'm gonna stay tonight in Charlotte or if I'm gonna come home. But we'll see. I'll keep I'll keep y'all posted. Last time I stayed at my boy's house, I recorded at his house. So, <laughs> I will say uh, Wednesday I'll be out at exactly seven thirty, so I'm gonna miss the game, the Warriors game. Yeah, but I'll be back home. I'm going out uh, for dinner for my friend's birthday, but I will be back home so I can still record. I don't know if that will be my episode, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, because tomorrow is my episode. Unless you want to swap it out. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. You want to swap that one on a Friday game? Swap the Friday game. All right, so I'll do the Warriors. You do the Hornets first game. Yeah. All right, works for me. Um, speaking of missing games, where you going with this? Because I'm trying to decide if it's going to be good or not. It's probably not. Um, if you haven't been watching the NCAA tournament. You've been missing some great games on the men's and women's side. I'll let you have it. <laughs> have you caught any of these any of these games? Any of these finishes? Some. Um, a lot of the early games I've missed, and like it's been a long week for me. 
like work wise and shit. So I just like I come home, I sleep and, and I miss some shit. Um, the only game I really got to catch was the Princeton game. Uh, OK, who did they beat? Who did they upset? I can't remember. Arizona in the first round and they yeah. beat somebody else in the second round. Yeah. OK, so you didn't catch Purdue getting clapped. I did not. That was rough. Um, who else? Furman, I got to watch that one. I, I got the TV so I could watch games like that during the day, but I was trying to focus on my job, so I didn't do that <laughs> this week. Um, not a lot of real sexy upsets, I would say, but I would still say it is an interesting tournament so far. I mean, I'm enjoying the ride uh, on both sides of the coin. The women, my, my South Carolina women, dominant uh it was funny today we played south florida and at halftime it was 33 to 29 and they decided to let them girls score 16 whole points in the second half and one by 30 they they thought that south carolina was getting a challenge and south carolina said nah we was just playing around very dominant they too deep too deep. Oh, and it was the last home game for that freshman class. They were the number one recruiting class for four years ago. Okay. Uh, and we play in the, the women's tournament, the top seeds get to play at home. Uh, so it was here in Columbia. And there's this girl, her name is Olivia. She's been on a team the whole time. She has barely gotten any playing time. And after we won the championship last year, like four or five girls left because they weren't getting any playing time because the team is too deep. She stayed, even though she knew she probably wasn't gonna get any playing time this year either. And she hit the last bucket of the 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 game today. Uh, she had working. So the the, the arena was, went crazy. She hit the last bucket of the game. Was it significant? I mean, we were up thirty. Never mind that it wasn't significant. But like everybody went crazy because she, like she don't get no PT, but she stayed down even though she don't get no PT. All right, bro. We giving out participation trophies now. Like yes, we are. <laughs> she she the uh she the uh, uh um the Dwight Powell like if Dwight Powell ain't getting no minutes in the playoff run and all of a sudden he get a dunk to end the game when we win the nah, championship. No one's cheering, bro. <laughs> cheering. That does not happen in the NBA at all. Like <laughs> does not happen. That does not happen. <laughs> she had a Rudy bow. Never happened. You know the only th- is she like is she handicapped? Is she special? The joke I was about to make was about to get this whole podcast canceled. She um did you catch it? The fuck that mean? <laughs> Is that sign language? Um damn. I really don't want to say <sighs> she like who she or something? I mean that would not be abnormal at all. I thought that's the joke you was making. Um damn. <sighs> she got one hand. She got both hands for sure. Um, but if I saw them in a kitchen making some food, all right, bro. All I, would, right. I would keep scrolling. She got the scary movie two hands. I ain't saying it's nothing wrong with her hands. I'm saying, damn, you ain't somebody out there just heard that and died. I know Tall Traveler, if he heard that right now, he would have known exactly what I was talking about. Um She got. She, there's nothing wrong with her hands. It's nothing wrong with her hands. Her hands are perfectly normal. They just ugly. There's nothing wrong with the way her hands look. 
you know, I don't get the kitchen thing. I saw her prepare some food on a video on Twitter. I will keep scrolling. That's all I'm saying. Damn, you really not catching this. Somebody out there just caught that one if they didn't catch the first one and began. She's a perfectly fine, normal looking girl. Uh, What's her name? It's Olivia. Hold on, I retweeted the shot. I'll find it right now. I refuse to put this in audio. What I'm, what I'm saying though. Um, nah, fuck that. What is her name? Somebody tagged her, Olivia Thompson, I think. Yes, Olivia Thompson, South Carolina. Cool. Oh, she white. Correct. Fuck you, ain't just say that. Because how you set it up made it. Seemed like that was a disability of some sort. I mean, in women's basketball, it's not. I mean, I'm just people like to make jokes about Don Staley not having any white players on her team. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, so she is special, technically. For a Don Staley team, yes. Okay. Although we did just get a girl who would have been a, a like a top recruit for next year. She enrolled early. She's a white girl too. She she came up early and surprised Dawn. She just showed up on campus and said, I'm ready. And Dawn was like, You weren't supposed to be here till next year. Like, what you doing? But she kept her. Still not cheering because she scored a fucking bucket because she decided to stay at school and sit on the bench. But but she holds she holds it down in the locker room. She's a, a good locker room player. Oh, uh, so she's Theo Pinson. So should we cheer if Theo Pinson scores a fucking bucket? I I will not. All right, then. In fact, this is a perfect transition because in the last game against the Lakers, we went down to the wire and I heard somebody say, why is Theo Pinson in? And then it went to commercial before I could confirm that Theo Pinson was in the, on the court. And I said, I swear to God, if I see Theo Pinson when he come back from his commercial break, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> and sure enough, Theo Pinson was placed into the game in a cl- in a clutch situation, Theo Pinson was called from the end of the bench. The Lakers announcers were so confused. So, you know, I, I guess in these scenarios, you want uh, somebody you can can trust to throw the, throw the ball in? Is Theo Pinson a guy you can trust? No. They, they were trying their best to make sense of why Theo Pinson was placed in that position. And then he almost stepped on the court because he couldn't get the ball in, which would have been a turnover. But fortunately, he called a timeout before his foot stepped onto the court. Idiot. But And then he came right back with the Theo Pinson. Now, it didn't hurt us, but it damn sure, I don't, I, don't, I don't know why we needed to do that. Like, are we doing that in a playoff scenario? We couldn't call a Theo Pinson from the end of the bench for the inbound? I'm calling out of work. By work, I mean the podcast. Calling. That's why I didn't do the podcast. Because <laughs> I was going to do it solo, but then he pissed me off so much. With this, I don't care that he made the shot. I'll take the dub. I'm not going to complain about a W, but the way we got there was annoying as hell. It's funny because on the box score, it shows that he played, but it says zero minutes because like the motherfucker literally just got in at the last fucking right. second. I think um, Dalton had sent the screenshot. It was like zero minutes, zero points, zero for zero, zero rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, 
plus three. Did you do anything this weekend? Um, I went to see Shazam. Oh, okay. Yesterday. Um, I went on Friday. So I heard. Oh yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, how'd you feel about it? It was all right. I just, I mean, I wasn't excited about it at all. Like, I just went because my cousin was like, hey, we're going to see Shazam, right? And he bought the tickets, and I was like, all right, well, fuck it. We're going to see Shazam. Like, Your cousin enjoyed it. I mean, he, he he thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. It wasn't bad. More in the vein of, like, how I felt about Black Adam or Quantumania. Like, didn't okay. hate it. Didn't really care for it that much. It was just okay. I think I liked it better than those two. I would say I probably did, but not by much, though. No, I definitely liked it more than Black Adam. I liked it by a little bit more than Quantum Like, it had a little bit less stupid stuff than those two. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, And it's it was a hard movie to make because you had so many characters that you had to work in. And then you had two versions of the main characters that you had to give screen time to, mostly. Um, so well, the adults, the kids weren't like in it that much. That's what I'm saying. Like, and but they did try to give them give us a little bit of the kids because, like, yeah. I mean, y'all hired these actors and the dude that played Billy Batson, we barely saw him. Yeah, our Asher Angel, and he was the main. Um, he was the main guy. Like, he I remember when the, when the movie was first announced, it was a big deal that he was being cast as this character, and then we barely saw him. Now, my boy Freddie Freeman. Well, we see him more in the first one, not the not the second one. Yeah, we saw him in the first one. In the second one, he barely got any screen time. Yeah. But Freddie got all the screen time. Um, yeah. He was a finalist for the supporting actor, I think, back uh, that year for my awards. The guy that played Freddie Freeman. I need to check how old he is to see if he's eligible this year because I thought he did his thing. I don't think he's eligible. Say what? I don't think he's eligible. He might be over 18 now. He, yeah, he... Jack Dylan Grazer. He was born in 2003. Yeah, so he's 20. All right. He was eligible last time. I think he finished second, if I'm not mistaken. He might have won. I got to check. Shit. But anyway, I thought um, I'm going to give him my favorite line. Was when did you... It seemed like people in my theater didn't catch it. When the girl was... When the lady, uh, Lucy Liu, had did the, 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 the... Umbrella Academy thing. And I don't watch Umbrella Academy. Oh shit! The black girl on Umbrella Academy had had the power that she had, where you, she whispered in your ear and you do what she says. So she whispered in his ear and told him to say say his name, and he said Destiny's Child did it better. And nobody caught that. Nobody started laughing. I I, I did not catch that. I was cracking up. I did not catch him say that. <laughs> Because she kept saying, say their name or say his name or something like that. He was like, Destiny's Child did it better. I he, I heard him say something, but I didn't I didn't catch what it was. Okay, that would have been funny if I caught it. I was cracking up. I was like, damn, none of them, nobody else caught it. You were that. about to say they made a reference to Umbrella Academy. I, I didn't I, I didn't understand why you brought Umbrella Academy into it. But. No, Lucy Lou's power where she was whispering in people's ears and they would do what she said. That's the power that the black girl has on Umbrella I mean, I get that, but you could have just explained, hey, this was Lucy Lou's power. I don't think we needed to. I thought you watched Umbrella Academy. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Okay. I need like, to watch it. Like, right? Say what? 
like a Netflix show, right? It's a Netflix show. I haven't watched the last season yet. Um, you also you mentioned you watched sixty five today, which I have seen absolutely nobody talk about. Um, not surprising. Um, <laughs> uh, I I just I was like, uh, I need something to see. I I will see it. Why not? Um, I went thirty minutes. I went thirty five minutes. I was like, the runtime not that long. Right. Perfect. Um, Adam Driver being chased by dinosaurs. Um, that should have been the title. Uh, but it wasn't enough dinosaur for me. Like, I thought Adam Driver was supposed to be him. You thought he was supposed to be him? Yeah, I thought he was supposed to be the next guy. Like, I thought he was supposed to take over the game. I don't know what the fuck that. I don't. I don't know where that came. I mean, he's a great actor, but I mean, he he was all right in this. Him and it was a little girl in it. They were both charming. I think you would like her. Ariana Greenblatt. Yeah. The um, one that they had not speaking English. Yeah, she wasn't speaking. No, she was in that show with Jenna Ortega on Disney that I used to watch. Uh, Stuck in the Middle? Yeah. She was she was like two in that? She was the youngest sister. She was like, she was like a wild child, like on that show. She, she had to be like three years fucking old. I mean, she is 15 right now. Oh, okay. I thought she was younger than that. She looks like she's like 11 in this. That's 10. why I was like, I wonder if they, how long ago they filmed this. Yeah, she looks very young in this movie. I saw a picture of her on the red carpet. And I was like, how old is this girl? Because the last time I saw her, she was like five. You know she played Gamora in um, Infinity War. Really? She was young Gamora. Young Gamora. Oh, wow. I can see it. Now that I'm looking at her, I can I can see the, the Gamora thing. Yeah, she doesn't look... Yeah, they had to film this a while ago. They had to, because she looked way younger than I expected her to look. Because she doesn't look like this right now. And the girl that played his daughter, you remember she used to do all the uh, movies. She did the My Spy with... Uh, yeah, yeah. I never got to see that movie either. The movie with Batista. I never saw it either. Yeah, I never got to see it. She looked older than I expected her to look too. I mean, younger. No, nah, she looked... Uh, I mean, yeah, No, nah, she, looked, she looked older. I think the last time I saw her, she was like five though. Yeah. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil the movie, but it's hard to talk about it. I didn't like that they didn't have her speaking the same language. That felt unnecessary to me. I thought it I thought it wasn't unnecessary. It created a kind of conflict or divide because they're the only two people in the movie. Right. And he has to communicate with her like, hey, we have to get to this point. If they were both speaking English, it would be that easy. But since she's not, there's kind of a barrier there. I will say it was disappointing for me because I wanted her to have like nobody's gonna remember her role based on that. I don't agree. I think nobody's gonna remember her role because nobody's gonna fucking care about this movie. <laughs> but, is, I, I wanted her to have like a real role. Like she has I haven't seen her do anything since uh that show. And so I was like, I oh, think, this might be a nice thing for her to like start getting some roles off of, but I don't think that's gonna happen based on. For the people that'll see this movie, I think they'll remember her role because even though she doesn't speak English, she does a very good job. Okay. I see she was on In the Heights now that I'm looking at it. So maybe I'm tripping. But I get it's like a five out of ten, to be honest. The movie? Yeah. Yeah. Just I don't like, know what I'm gonna give it yet. Um but have I, you seen it? It was not memorable. Oh, you saw it? I didn't know you saw yeah, it. Yeah, I, I did a double feature with uh, 65 and Scream last week. Okay. Right. I saw 65 first, 
Then I went yeah, to talking like I was talking like you ain't seen the movie. I didn't know. I thought you were trying not to spoil it for others. No, no, no. No, I definitely saw it. Okay. We talked about movies for too long. Yeah, let's 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 get to the bullshit. The Dallas Mavericks. Uh what happened this past week? We lost to the Grizzlies. We barely beat the Spurs. And then we barely beat the Lakers. But two in one week. Kyrie came back. Luca did not. Uh, when Kyrie came back, it was Jaden Hardy who became the unplayable player, and McKinley Wright was the first guy off the bench. How do we feel about that? I didn't like it, but I mean, more power to McKinley Wright. Uh, kind of knew this was going to happen. Still doesn't make fucking sense to me, but as long as it resulted in a win, it is what it is. But yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of it at all, actually. I uh again, I th- nothing against McKinley Wright though. Yeah, no, definitely no no hate against McKinley Wright. It's just from a future and team building standpoint. You know, coming into the year, I said I didn't think Jaden Hardy could play point guard in the league yet. I didn't think he was ready for that. But then we started him at point guard twice in these past couple of days or past week or so. Started him at point guard twice. So I was like, okay, maybe. And he, he did all right. So like, all right, maybe they're they're grooming him to, to be that 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 point guard off the bench for us, that's fine. And McKinley Wright was his backup off the bench. So if that's the case, then when Kyrie comes back, I would expect him to be then the backup point guard. So how do you go from not playing to starting to not playing again, although the other guy who was backing you up because you were starting now is still playing? Like what? How is it? It's an all or nothing with Jaden Hardy. Like he's either the guy or nothing. No, granted, McKinley Wright played seven minutes. Well, I'm pretty. I'm watch, I'm looking on ESPN, so maybe it's rounded up. Uh, McKinley Wright played seven. Jaden Hardy played six. I can um, break that down for you. But McKinley Wright was off the bench first. I didn't see the need to play both of them. It um, only happened because of. McKinley Wright's contact getting knocked out. I don't think Jaden Hardy was going to play. That's too. That's that's true. That's a good point. Which means McKinley Wright would have played like over ten minutes, right? Which is just goofy. Yeah, I don't. That is Jaden Hardy's spot. We literally called this. We didn't call McKinley Wright playing ahead of him, but we called Jaden Hardy not playing, and now it's only confirmed that when Luca comes back, he's definitely not playing. He's, he's definitely not playing. And I knew he wasn't playing when Grant asked Jake Kidd. I don't remember the exact quote or question. Uh, he asked him about Jaden Hardy's playing time, and he kind of beat around the bush and gave a bunch of bullshit, basically saying, yeah, he's not going to play. So, Not expecting the guy to get crazy minutes in the playoffs, but the rest of the season is like, come on, man. 10 minutes, man, is not going to make or break this team, clearly. If we could play Theo Pinson and Frank Nielakina for 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes at times, then clearly Jaden Hardy playing 10 minutes is not going to make or break a game for us. 
but yeah, I I hundred percent don't think he would have saw the court if McKinley Wright's contact doesn't get knocked out. That's fair. Because that happened in the first half. The second half, McKinley Wright came in. Jaden Hardy did not. In the, with the second unit. Um, and again, as we've just to be clear, that is absolutely nothing against McKinley Wright. But when you talk about a hierarchy on a team, and Kid has been so, I mean, we I've, I've established that JC Kid just be doing shit at this point. Yeah, there's no logic. There's no scheme. There's no, there's no depth chart. Like, there's just vibes. Honestly, you would think that your draft pick would be getting priority over your two way guy, but whatever. That would make sense on a normal team coached by a normal coach. Like Jaden Hardy hasn't done enough damage to where I would expect. Like if McKinley Wright was hooping and Jaden Hardy was out there looking like a fool in those past couple games. I probably wouldn't have as much of a problem with it, but you you asked Jaden Hardy to carry. He did the best he could. He looked all right. He looked good to me. The shooting numbers are whatever. I didn't want to address this, but I'm going to address it. So a lot of people, and we might have addressed it already. I don't remember. So a lot of people mad about Jaden Hardy's shooting numbers in those games. That's, that's, that. Stop looking at the box score. The results are not what you should be judging Jaden Hardy by. The fact that he was able to get those shots off is a positive. The fact that he could get to the rim, even if he was missing the layups, is a positive. I think Jason Kidd said the same. His ability to put pressure on the rim was a positive. These other dudes cannot dribble. He's being asked to set everybody up. Even coming out of um, the G League when he was drafted, he was spoken highly about for his ability to put pressure on the rim. The issue was, can he finish? He had issues finishing at the rim, but now he's doing that much better. So, Right. Um, it's the, the progression of his game. He'll get better at those things with more reps. <laughs> um, uh, please don't tell me my computer is going to trip right now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Did I go out at all? No. All right, it just froze on my end then. Um, so that's the Jaden Hardy of it. Uh, another thing, and I had a tweet that did numbers that I did not anticipate it doing about realizing. Did you want to talk about the Spurs game at all? Because I do not. No. Okay. <clears throat> I realized watching Kyrie by himself with no Luca that. Luca put up with more than almost any other star would as far as the team roster being what it is, is concerned. Um, what about Kyrie playing without Luca made you see that? Many times I saw people trying to give the ball to Kyrie to like bring it up to court or run the offense. And he basically just said, no, like y'all do it. Did that result in a lot of turnovers? Yes. But Kyrie was like, I'm not going to dribble the ball for 40 minutes. I can't set everybody up every single time. Like, that is not what I am here to do. Say what? It's almost like when people throw their kids in the pool, they like swim. Yeah. He was like, nah, Josh, go ahead, run it. Nah, Justin, dribble a couple times. He's giving them confidence, actually. You can say that. Some people say it's good for them to touch the ball. Um, I remember 
the LeBron days. Luca and LeBron have had a lot of the same stuff going on. Um, I used to hate, and I was a LeBron hater, but I used to hate watching LeBron try to do stuff and his teammates just watching. I think it's easy when you're in one of those positions to be a role player around a guy like that to be, to, I don't have any pressure. Just let me finish the shot after you do everything, brother. And Kyrie was like, nah, I'm not doing that. He's preserving his, his peace and, and energy. Luca, Luca, ah, here we go with this. I'm going to do an analogy. As an employee, Luca is the guy who everybody sends their problems to and he just takes them on. Yeah. Kyrie is the guy that you email him your problems. He's like, I can't do that. You got it. He's going to protect his peace and energy. He's been here long enough to know I can't do everything. He ain't going for it. Right. Basically. Like, you want me to do? No, I'm going to go over here for a minute. You got it. I'm not about to baby y'all. Y'all not about to rely on me for everything. I'm too old for that shit. You dribble. Pretty much. And I'm not, again, don't let, don't get me in this Luca versus Kyrie bullshit. I'm not doing that. I'm saying Luca's willingness to take on more is why, is what gets, lets Cuban and them get away with not giving him more help. It's like, it's like when you're doing a drive-by, right? I don't know where this is going, but all right. You're doing a drive-by, your motherfucker like, hey, you know, he got the strap. It's his turn to slide, but he ain't trying to slide because he's scared. So he's trying to give it to another motherfucker like, hey, yo, here you go. Yeah, nah, it ain't my turn. I slid last time. It's your time. You take the strap, roll down the window, handle your business. I'm not doing it for you. You got to grow up at some point. What? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome John Morant to the podcast. We coming and taking over your trap. <clears throat> All right. Well, we went we went both ends of the spectrum, right? We went corporate. And we went street, so everybody <laughs> everybody should understand at this point. We hitting from every corner. We we hitting everybody's perspective, you know. So I think everybody should understand at this point. I'm trying. Is there another? Can we do another one? Can we, I don't think so. Can we do one for the ladies? It's like you're trying to pl- pl- plant a brunch outing, right? Okay. Right. And Veronica usually picks a spot. And Veronica, she's been tired of picking the spot every time, but she keeps doing it. Like everybody, hey, Veronica, you got it. Kyrie's coming in saying, nah, Jessica, it's your turn. Nah, Vivica, it's your turn. Vivica and, okay, Vivica, Veronica, and Jessica. Nah, Shanice, it's your turn. I'm about to say, what's up with all these cuz? <laughs> um... All right, that's enough. I think I think we we I think we I think we got it done. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, with all that with that established, the whole point is, you know, obviously we're in a new era, and I think that Kyrie being around is a positive, no matter how everything else plays out. I still think that. I agree. Um, 
One other thing I'll bring up that I saw people mentioning. Somebody said, I can't remember where I saw it, that. Hold up. Ah, shit, should I do this? Yes. People were talking about Luca eating popcorn on the bench. Y'all got to let that shit go. I'm tired of the, the Luca fat jokes. Y'all got to stop. It's old. It's old. Old and ignorant. They about as old as the goddamn Chris Rock, Will Smith slap jokes. I, I would agree. Let that shit go. Like, he's eating popcorn at a basketball game. LeBron literally was doing the same thing. Let that man eat his fucking pop. What, he ain't supposed to eat? Like, he, like he was supposed to eat a salad courtside? Like, he had three glizzies, two pretzels. Like, he was just over there just chowing down. Like, man, can he eat some popcorn? Just gobbling glizzies and shit. Like, come on, man. Like, he had, like he had the ketchup stain on his shirt. Like, <laughs> So strong. I'll be looking like Brendan Fraser from The Whale. And <laughs> that was I'm sorry, but that scene was crazy. See where he went in the cut the drawers. <laughs> that was some Looney Tunes shit, man. He should have left Ain't that out. Like that, bro. Like he went to the drawer. He got a candy bar. I was like, <laughs> why he chewing the candy bar? He getting pizza and shit, pouring a whole bunch of shit on the pizza and stuffing the pizza. In. I'm like, bro, don't nobody eat like that, bro. Like. I don't care how fat you are. Nobody <laughs> like that. This is this is the most unrealistic shit I've seen in this movie. If they could have left that out. Like when people were saying like it was a, a, a insensitive portrayal, I wanted to defend the movie, but then I remember that scene. I was like, that's that's a little bit. Motherfucker uh, was eating like Goku, bro. Like <laughs> anybody who watched Dragon Ball Z, y'all know exactly what I mean because y'all got the image in y'all head right now. If you've oh, ever seen Goku eating Dragon Ball Z, that's how Brendan Fraser was eating in that movie. Goku <laughs> would devour a whole pterodactyl leg in five seconds. And like he just eating shit. He got one thing in his hand, one thing in his hand, another thing on his foot, just eating shit. Like, come on, man. They was out of their fucking mind for they that. They know they was wrong. They shouldn't have done. <laughs> And he still got best actor. That's that's how. You know. <laughs> that's how you know he was good. Oh man! Oh man! I'm surprised I haven't seen that clip on the timeline yet. Because that was because that's like a perfect meme. That was crazy. Um, oh man, we got way off track. But what, crazy because when I heard the title "The Whale," I thought it was in reference to his weight, but it, it was in reference to like the poem and shit. Moby did, yeah. Um. Why is this? Never mind. Um, it could be both. I mean, he is big. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it's a double entendre. But uh, somebody else pointed out that they think Luca has actually lost weight while he's been out. Like somebody said, it was a noticeable amount of weight that he's lost since he's been out. Um, I haven't noticed, but I haven't either. And maybe it's just because I'm not seeing him in a jersey, and that's what I'm used to seeing him in. A. Uh, <clears throat> What was I going to say? I personally just hope he doesn't come back until he's healthy. I think the team has accepted a approach of it matters more that we go into the postseason healthy than it does uh, rushing him or Kyrie back and them playing through injury into the playoffs. Because if they get hurt first round and we go out anyway, what do we accomplish? Because a healthy look in the playoffs is – we can be anybody type shit. Like all I need is that six or seven seed. Yeah, the only team I've seen like beat us, and to be honest, like they beat us four one, 
but we were in some of those games. They were just better, like the Warriors. Right. We the Clippers didn't just like move past us out of the time. And outside of the Warriors, that's the only team that ever beat us. Yeah, the Clippers were fighting for the lives against yeah. both of those series, despite Luca pretty much being by himself. Yeah. So I would much rather have Luca a hundred percent and face whoever the hell we got to face. Even at if the end, of the game, at so, the end of the game, he was limping. Like when everybody was rushing Maxi, he was limping over. He so. was either limping or <laughs> catering to that leg to make sure he didn't aggravate something, but he was definitely not freely moving. Yeah, that's possible as well. So I I don't care if I don't see him until the well, I would love to see him on the 26th. <laughs> yeah, obviously. In person, but I will not be selfish and I would rather not see him until after the, the Pacers game or even the 76ers game. I don't care. Take your time with his injury, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, any other thoughts about this past week? Um, I thought it was just funny. I wish, even though it wasn't my episode, I had the perfect title for the Lakers game. Okay. The duality of Maxi. Because mm. the Spurs game, he threw away a terrible fucking pass for that inbound, like that pass to Christian Wood that basically helped the Spurs get the game to OT when we had it done. We had it won. Right. And then turn around and hit the game-winning fucking shot against the Lakers on Friday. I just think it's it's a funny parallel. But, uh, yeah, we are in the sixth spot. Uh, the Lakers lost to the Rockets, then us. The Warriors lost. They are below us now. They are the seventh seed, I believe. Um, true. Yeah. Warriors are the seventh seed. We are, I think, a half game ahead of them. Last time I checked. I thought we were tied. Oh, uh, no. We are a half game ahead. Yep. Yeah, they're 500. Yep. They lost three in a row. So have the Timberwolves who had it go down with an injury. Um, I mean, it had to be him, but at this point, I just want the Mavericks out of the play in line. Yeah. Um, they said that Ant is out of the boot already, so it might not be. Yeah, he's progressing. He, yes, I heard. So that's that's a. I don't. I don't want them to lose him like right at the end. I think Cat is close to coming back. I was about to say, what's up with Cat? Cat is close to coming back from what I've seen recently. He posted the tweet saying that he just want to be cleared to go back on to, into the game. So he must think he's close. Um, the play-in range is looking very interesting right now. Because three teams that are out, I know want to be in. The three league, teams that are out of the play-in? Yeah. Well, I, two teams at least. One of them has already talked about shutting I'm about to say Portland ain't got a shot. I'm going to be honest. Portland's already talking about shutting Dame down if nothing changes in the next five games. Nothing's going to change. They are six, They are three games behind Utah. I don't. If Utah don't want to be in there, <laughs> that could definitely change some things. If Utah don't want to be in there, I see New Orleans and the Lakers getting there before Portland. I mean, just based on the, the standings, that would probably be the, the expectation. But New Orleans could decide to say YOLO. Yeah, yeah that's true. Sure. Um, it's funny the Pelicans and Lakers have a pick swap and their picks are going to be about even unless one of them, whoever unless one of them get drawn for the top four. Yeah, that's, that's actually ironic as fuck. Actually, if they both get drawn for the top four, that's going to piss me off. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. It's like, do we want the second pick or the fourth pick? <sighs> Whatever, man. Um, 
the lottery is interesting if you look at the bottom of the league. San Antonio, Houston, Detroit, and Charlotte are the top four, right? Yeah. And I believe the top four, the top three have even odds. At least. Yes. Mm-hmm. So then you look at the fifth team, it's Portland. No, fifth team is Orlando. Orlando. I was going to say Portland or, but I see Orlando has a little bit of a gap. They got like a three game gap. Yeah. So Orlando's fifth right now. Portland is sixth. But also three games out of the play in. Which means they're still technically compete for the play in. Then. On the East, I believe. Washington? Is Washington next? Yes. Is it Washington? Yes. They are tied with the Pacers, but they are lower than the Pacers. So, yeah. They so Washington and the Pacers are next at like seven and eight. Top 10 lottery pick or a game and a half out of the play in. I, I think the play in is a positive as far as tanking, personally. Because now we're down to like the last couple of weeks and teams are still having to make decisions. Portland is in a precarious situation. How so? Do you try to make the play in? Do you shut Dame down and just say, fuck it and go into the lottery? Now think about this. What if they earn the number one pick? Yeah. What if they earn the number two pick? All of a sudden, things look very different. Things look very different for Dame. You mean as far as allowing himself to be traded do you do do you trade dame and just say boom we starting over would the fans accept that is the question that's tough it's no guarantee that just because you get big that dame that you're about to be a championship team yeah like they're not gonna compete day one huh they're not gonna compete day one no uh if you draft scoop at number two now you got dame scoop Anthony Simons. At that point, you might as well just go young and restart. I don't want to see Dane traded out of Portland, to be honest. But, you know. I don't either. I don't think the fans want to. I think the organization has to understand that the fans would rather continue to lose with Dane than trade him and have no identity. (laughs) Like, are you just Scoot's team after that? I I don't I think that's a hell of a fall off. I think if you get to draft Vic, you still have an identity. It's like if you draft Vic, yeah. But would you wait a couple years first to let that transition be a little bit more smooth? Yeah. Maybe it could turn out like the David Robinson, Tim Duncan thing. You never know. Yeah, and like I said, I've, I've been comparing it to the Pacers before the the brawl. Um, they could also go that route where maybe even if they don't take that pick, maybe they do a trade package with the Thunder and get multiple pieces back. But I also don't know if Dame in a, in a big is a championship. If if Dame, if MB goes to Portland or Dame goes to Philly, I'm not saying, oh, man, championship. Like, I don't know that. I want a – man, that Dame and Giannis idea that I was looking at would have been great. but That would be crazy. But I, I that's not going to happen. I don't see either one of them going to the other's team. Um. I was cool with him going to Utah at one point. Him and Gobert could have been cool. Come on, yo. 
that had to be the old you before we realized that Rudy is what the fuck we thought he was. No, I mean in the sense that Dame needs a guy to cover his ass on defense. That was before Gobert started asking for touches. So did you think you were? It was gonna... basically Dame and Donovan Mitchell being swapped out. Yeah, no, hell no. That's that's no, nah, that ain't shit. The only reason I had w- wanted Dame to go to Utah is because that's you know that's where he went to college and all that. I mean, I guess, but that wouldn't be the end of it. They would still need he would still need a number two or, on the wing that could play defense like a yeah, middle. He ain't about to get a number two like that in Utah, especially with Rudy on that contract. I'm curious what Utah does this offseason, speaking of. They're going to have to overpay if they want to get free agents. Their fans are dreaming big. Um, it's on my timeline. It's very interesting to watch. Um, I think we've talked enough about this. I agree. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> I posed a question. This is the last NBA topic I'm going to bring up <clears throat> before we take this break. Why is Giannis, why is the Giannis fatigue outweighing the Jokic fatigue, even though Jokic has won the last two titles? Is the Giannis fatigue outweighing the Jokic fatigue? I don't agree. I don't see anybody talking about Giannis winning his MVP, and I don't understand why. I mean, I... I think this is one of those situations where the national media is actually talking about Giannis, but Twitter isn't. Is the national media talking about Giannis? Yeah. Yeah. The top three is basically in no order. Jokic and beating Giannis. That's all I've heard. But I feel like Giannis is an afterthought, or is that not the case? From what I've heard, that's not the case. Now, if I was just looking on Twitter, yeah, because you don't hear his name. For me, right now, Giannis is my MVP. But not as my MVP as well. I think a part of the reason he's not talked about is because so much of the MVP talk on Twitter is about Jokic hate. True. That's why I think the Jokic fatigue outweighs the Giannis fatigue because I mean, Giannis looking fatigue. at it like you're looking at it like, oh, they're not talking about Giannis to win MVP. They're fatigued. But what they're talking about with Jokic is pure hatred. Like motherfuckers is, is turn he's turning into a fucking villain. At this point, to people, all because he's nominated for a fucking MVP award. I think what's happened is the analytic heads are all over Jokic and talking about how he's undeniable and this, that, and the third. And the people that are talking in media are not analytic heads and it annoys them. I think that's what. I think a part of the issue is also with those analytic kids that they're making it seem like this Jokic MVP is a runaway and it's not like right. the MVP, my MVP is Giannis. That could change next week. Any of those three could win and it'd be viable. Like I expect the vote to be very close between those yeah. three. My question then, then becomes how do you, how do the votes get split to put somebody ahead? And I'm wondering if it's going to be an East-West thing where Giannis and Embiid split votes. And I think most of them play. I know Embiid plays Giannis before the season is over. And April 2nd. Huh? We play April 2nd. I circled it. Yeah, and Jokic plays, I think, Embiid again, or Jokic plays Giannis. I don't, I don't remember. But, um, yeah, usually at this point in the season, you know who the MVP is. I like that it's at least a three-man race. I, I agree. 
And I'm glad no one's talking about Jason fucking Tatum. I'm glad Jason Jason Tatum has had the most insane fall off. Like it's right there for him, and he just disappeared. He's been real fraudulent in a lot of games. Just saying. Like, all right, last thing before we get out of here. The Celtics fan that posted the clip of Luca missing the layup saying if somebody else did this, we'd never hear the end of it. And he's done it like twice since then. Spoken it to existence, my guy. Shut your mouth next time. Um, I'm excited, man. It's, it's, it's going to the end of the season. I hope they don't do the NBA honors thing. I hope they do it like they did last year and like traditionally, you know, how they used to do it. Don't wait till before the like before the NBA finals or after the finals or whatever for the like, NBA honors, the NBA award show or whatever to do the shit. Don't do the NBA award show ever again. Like, <laughs> I don't need it. I, I we don't need another event at all. And if you are going to do it, just do it. Well, you can't even do it before the playoffs start because the playoffs start right up. So, yeah, no, don't do it. You're not the NFL. Completely unnecessary. Yeah. Um, let's take this break. We'll come back in with our weekly segments. All right. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway. And the action is just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odd boosts all tournament long. So be sure to check DraftKings Sportsbook app every day see what they have in store. Speaking of having things in store, Bibs, we're deep into the tournament, not too deep, but deep enough. A uh, couple of upsets so far. Uh, which of these underdog teams have you got your eye on to go deep into the tournament? Well, Reese, I'm looking at the bracket right now. We're, we're recording this on Sunday, so we don't know the matchups yet. But I told you the last time, these SEC teams, look out for them. Just yesterday, we watched Arkansas take down Kansas. That's an eight seed. And I would say that they are a threat to any team they face. Multiple guys that with NBA talent on that team, uh, point guard that, that steadies them and can, can put a, get an ISO and go get a bucket for you. This is a dangerous, dangerous team. And on the other side of the bracket, you've got Tennessee. They're a four seed. I'm going to consider them an underdog as well. They're now going to be facing the winner of the Florida Atlantic and Fairleigh Dickinson game. So they're pretty much a lock, knock on wood, for the Elite Eight. Guys, tennis, those SEC teams, you cannot bet against them. We're looking at potentially looks like three, at least getting to the Elite Eight. I'm excited about it. You should be too. Trust Bibbs enough, I say put some money line bets on these SEC teams. If you sign up with DraftKings Sportsbook, you'll score $150 in bonus bets. I'm just saying. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. 
Right now, new new customers can bet $5 on any pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, folks, welcome back. A long segment. We talked a lot of NBA, and we may be doing that more going forward. Uh, stay tuned for, for more details about that. That's a teaser right there. Uh, before we get into our regular, regular, regular segments, let's get into these this, this money-making opportunities for the fan base. So we did do a bracket challenge, and the bracket challenge is, is bracketing right now. We've got over 50 entries from what I can tell. A lot of people have already lost their champion. I see some Purdue, some Kansas, some Arizonas with the red line through them. So Texas A&M, actually, somebody had. That had to be a homer pick. But as far as the money goes, you have to beat me to get the money. It's $50 on the line. You got to beat me to get the money. Reese did not get the bracket done in time. Currently, I'm tied for 11th place. Okay. But one, two, three, four, five people that are ahead of me have already lost their champion. So I'm probably going to pass them as we move along. Let's look right now. The person in in the lead is Rakija. And as we look at the Sweet 16, let's see what they got. So they got Alabama. San Diego State, they did not. They picked Virginia. Virginia's gone. Arizona, they had Arizona go into the Elite Eight. They have all their Final Fours still alive. Alabama, Tennessee, Houston, and UCLA. That's good. Elite Eight, they've lost Arizona only. Nope, they lost Kansas too. So they're in pretty good shape, I would say. Okay. Two Elite Eights gone. Or one Elite Eight gone, two, two Sweet Tick 16s. I just lost the bracket challenge. So Rakija, Rakija's looking good for the money right now. Let me, pull, let me pull my bracket up. They have Houston as the champion, though. The top three all have Houston as the champion. Um, one of the people ahead of me has UConn. One has UCLA. One has Texas. And I have Alabama. So the fact that we all have different champions kind of makes this a little tricky. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, there are one, two, three, four people tied with me that also have Alabama. One person, two people that have Texas that are tied with me. Uh, UCLA, UConn. So it, a lot of possibilities. We know this stuff changes quick. It could be one game that you choose incorrectly that changes things. Uh, each round, you get more points for each team that you have. I'm going to pull up my bracket real quick just to look at my Sweet 16 situation. So basically, whoever has the most teams left by the time it's over and accumulates the most points throughout the tournament wins. Right. <clears throat> like you get each round is 320 points, and it's half the number of teams, so each team gets double points every round they, go, they make it, including your champion being 320 points by themselves. So that's why I was mentioning who had the champion. So right now I have all of let's go down. I have all my final four left. I have Alabama, Tennessee, Houston, and UConn. 
as my final four. I have one, two Elite Eight teams already gone. Arizona and Kentucky were my Elite Eight teams that are gone. I got Alabama, Tennessee, Houston, Texas, UConn, and Gonzaga still. Um, So I'm feeling pretty good about my bracket as well. We will see how this day progresses, and we will see if we end up having to give up $50. Now, to the other side, where there is $100 on the line for the people that competed in our league during the year. I'm excited. I haven't checked. I'm excited to hear these results. Which matchup you want first? You want the one versus eight? Should I go from the top to the bottom? Uh, Bottom to the top. Bottom to the top. So the bottom to the top, that would be the even game, the 5-4. Okay, give me that. The 4-5 matchup was SJ's Children as the five seed versus Bay Area MFFL as the four seed. Bay Area MFFL is in great shape as we head into the last day with 1,222 points to SJ Children's 1,000. SJ needs to overcome a 222-point deficit today with Eric Gordon, Matisse Thibel, James Wiseman, Cam Reddish, Paolo Banchero, and Yusuf Nurkic. Might be enough to get 200, but on the other side, Bay Area MFFL still has Cole Anthony, Tyler Hero, KJ Martin, Russell Westbrook, and Austin Reeves. I think SJ's done. I think SJ's done. It will be a miracle for her to win that. I don't think it's going to happen for us. <clears throat> Bay Area <laughs> Say what? Unless, like, Paolo, Cam Reddish, and uh, who was the other person you mentioned? That I could uh Gordon, Nurkic, Wiseman. Wiseman. Wiseman could I, I can see he's like he gets the yeah. Wiseman, Cam Reddish possible, depending on who plays for Portland. Uh, yeah, it's in Paolo. Unless Paolo screws her over like he screwed me over on my fucking parlay. <laughs> um yeah, it's, it's not looking good for SJ. Let's move to the three six matchup. This is a battle. A battle, the three-six matchup matchup between Sibe, pro- possibly in, probably injured, and Marlowe's watch the throne. Sibe is the three seed. He's got one thousand three hundred and forty-five. Watch the throne has one thousand three hundred. Mm. Okay, forty-five point game. Something tells me that's probably the closest matchup. <clears throat> Not by much. Okay, all right. Not by much. So, Watch the Throne is down by 45. He has Damian Lillard, Kevin Porter Jr., Zubak, Siakam, CJ McCollum, and Dennis Schroeder left. He's going to win. <laughs> He's going to win. He's going to win. Dame alone is like 40 points. He's going to win. Well, let's see what side has left. Trey Murphy. Chris Middleton, Bam out of the Bayou, OG Ananubi, and the new and improved Markel Fultz. I'm going with Watch the Throne. <laughs> Watch the Throne has a lot of heavy hitters over there. Yeah, Siakam, Dame. Who else did you say? 
uh, Siakam, Dame, Kevin Porter Jr., CJ McCollum, and Schroeder. Same yeah, Zubak. Yeah, he, he, he's, if he loses, I'll be shocked. Who does Portland play? Say what? Who does Portland play? I think the Clippers. Let's see. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Who do the Raptors play? Siaka. That game tips off at eight. They play the Bucks. All right. Maybe it's not. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. It should be interesting to watch as the day progresses. That's the three versus the six. Side is the three. So if he loses, it's an upset. Okay. Although their team, although Saab was 15 and five and Marlowe was 14 and six. Like mm. it was very tight at the top in these playoff standards. Interesting. Interesting. The most disappointing appearance of the week has to go to girl, you know, it's Drew, KT squad yeah. versus Team Coops. KT's team has 836 points right now. Damn. The only team under a thousand as we speak. Uh, Team Coops has 1,038, so he's up by about 200 as well. Coops. <clears throat> Drew, you know it's Drew. She didn't even put Alex Burks in the lineup. What we doing, baby? Drew Holiday, still to play. Devin Fussell has 62 fantasy points right now with two minutes left in the fourth quarter for her. 62? 62 fantasy points. What's his numbers? 29 points, three boards, three assists, two steals, and a block. He must not be missing. When I bet on the motherfucker. Because the league, the league rewards you for making shots and not missing shots. But he also probably hit a lot of threes. He had five threes. Okay. He must not be missing. Yeah. I got to go look at this now because this is insane. He, he got 11 for 12 or something like that. He on some shit for sure. Let's see. 12 for 17, 70% for the field. Yeah, that, that'll do it. And they're up four against the Hawks. We'll see if Pop pulls another generational tank job out of his ass. <laughs> He's been calling the Pop like, hey, bro, you winning. Like, what you doing? <laughs> like, I'll say He's had all these games in the bag. Pop yeah. is such a winner. He'd be like, oh, shit, my bad. I forgot. <laughs> hey, go, go, go fuck this up real quick. I, I forgot. My bad. It's like the people who like, not me, because I don't do this. But the people who like to let the kids win in video games, and you realize halfway through that you're beating their ass, and then they over there like, then you hear that little, and then you got, you, you realize like, oh shit, I'm whooping this motherfucker ass. Let me pull back so that I don't. Oh man, that's terrible. All right, let's see. She got Drew Holiday, Marvin Bagley. Who just I appreciate you going down the list, but it don't matter who she got. Go ahead. Bobby Portis, Brandon Ingram, and Grayson Allen. And who the other team got? Trey Jones is about to wrap up. Rodney Magruder, Rui Hachimura, Anthony Davis. That's ball game. Never mind. Yeah, that's James John Tate. Yeah, <laughs> unless Anthony Davis like goes down within thirty seconds. If Drew gets ten steals, she might have a shot. Ten steals. <laughs> that's a generational game. Drew got to have a quadruple double with ten steals. Yeah, it's, I mean it's cooked. It's cooked. R.I.P. to S to KT. At least you made it to the playoffs. More than I can say for me. Speaking of making the playoffs, it's your boy Bibbs. The eight seed versus the one seed, the balding point. Upset pending? Upset pending. Oh, the, the, money, white, hey, the money might still be staying home, baby. He put up the white flag in the group chat. 
And um, I told him, I don't know, you got more people playing today than me. Like I had more people to him. Say what? Who you playing again? The balding point. Balding point. You got it. So he had more people playing coming into the day. And I said, you know, I, I have a feeling you're going to catch me. Some of his dudes have already played and completed their games, but not all of them. The score is currently I'm up 12. I, mean, I have 1237, 1,277. He has 1,175. So it's like a 62 point gap right now. It was 57 when we started having this conversation. Okay. That's why I said it was close. It was like 12 points different than the other one. So who's he got? So he has Trey Young, mm-hmm. who's two minutes left in the game. Oh, that game's almost over. Okay. He's oh, they play Spurs. Over. They play Spurs. Gotcha. Yes. And he only has nine fantasy points. Oh wow. Trey Young sold. He must be throwing up bricks. And they about to lose. They're down by 10 now. Mm. No way pop pulling that tank job off. Uh so Trey Young has been complete butt cheeks. Shout out to him. Shy Gilgis Alexander already played, gave him 48. Lou Dort gave him 30. DeAndre Hunter. Two minutes left. He gave him 15 so far. Oh, yeah, that's over. Royce O'Neal gave him 29. Clint Capella has given him 38 so far. But he does have a couple more players still about to start or just started. So that's all the people that are pretty much done. He still has D'Angelo Russell. He still has Kyle Lowry and Mason Plumley. I think you got that. Who you got left? I, I think I might be safe now that I'm looking at it. Corey Joseph, Ugh. he's been averaging like 30 a game these past few days. Oh, 30 fantasy points? Fantasy points, fantasy points. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Corey Joseph, Trenton Watford, Alperin Shangun, Gary Trent Jr., and Joe Ingles. That's ugly, but it might have an – it's probably going to be – it might be close, and you might just get enough points to get it done. Or maybe the motherfuckers just be scoring more fantasy points than I think. They do. But I also don't think Balding Point has enough to even no. Nah. I don't know if he got enough. All his firepower already played. Trey yeah. Young sold for sure. Kyle Lowry ain't gonna be on shit. Kyle Lowry ain't doing shit. I'm not scared of like what is Plumley doing? They're right. He don't even start. Um, Off the bench. D'Angelo Russell been shooting like shit, but he could get give and take. You don't know what you who they play today. The magic. And Folt's been clamping people lately. Might be a shootout game though. Because like they be. They've been high school. They've been having high scoring games. If he gets hot from three, that that's the X factor. I think Russell is the X factor today. Yeah, for sure. Russell and Shangun are the X factors. Yeah. But I got a shot. That's all I could ask for. Come hey, in. on to the next round, man. I got a shot. On to the next round, and Ja come back. Brunson came back the other yesterday, and I didn't get to put him in my lineup. But I have him if I make it to the next round. And then Ja comes back this week too, so I'll, that's a, I'm a different team if I get past today. Keep the money home. We might keep the money. We might keep the money in house. Listen to this, like these cheap motherfuckers don't want. <laughs> no, we don't. God damn it! I'm a clutch performer. I like coming up big in the clutch. Like we don't want to pay y'all motherfuckers, man. This is where I shine. I shine when I'm up against the ropes. I'm one of them fighters that get up against the rope and then I come Rocky back. Rocky Balboa. Okay. That's that's right. Like then start imp- inspirational music start playing in my head and stuff. Um going stronger. Or whatever the fuck is song. <laughs> <laughs> like ah, ah. Then all of a sudden you get the, the gut shot. 
Now, don't go out like Apollo Creed, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If I lose this game, it's going to be funny. Um, I'm excited, man. This is fun. This is fun. It's fun. I wish I made the playoffs, but, you know. Um, the money is on the line, folks. Get them lineups set. $100 on the line. Eh? I don't care how much money you got. $100 always feel good. Hey, $100 that you ain't had to work for, that you just get. You ain't had to put them in. Ain't even had to put them in. That's that's hey man. Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody just post tagged me on some Jokic advanced stats MVP bullshit. I have nothing against Jokic, but the the analytic heads are, are annoying again. Don't pay attention to them, motherfuckers. I had gotten over them, but now I'm annoyed again. This Jokic stuff is too much. Like to, I don't care about the Vorpum and the the Raptor and the the, the LeBron and all that other. Yeah, this just some shit somebody made up. Yeah, that shit's not like. Come on, man. Y'all just fucking nerds. Go win basketball games. I don't care about the rest of that. But he's winning. He ain't winning more. Somebody said that that he's done more with less than Giannis. Where? His team has a worse record. Yeah. His team has a worse record. And also, Giannis's team was notoriously hurt this year. Chris Middleton missed. Chris Middleton has played twenty six games. Chris Middleton has been so hurt he comes off the bench. He's played twenty six games. He's coming off the bench. He's averaging fifteen points a game in the twenty six he's played. Come on, man. Motherfuckers just be talking. If anything, Giannis should have the carried his team despite injuries label that Jokic got the MVP last year. When he would t- carried his team to a six seed, Giannis the number one team in the league with injuries. Number one in the league with injuries in what the better talking? conference. What are we talking? I don't know if I would say the better conference, but I'm saying they're the better conference. The record that the the East has beat the West more than the West has beat the East. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Just, just stop with the bullshit. That's all I'm saying. But if you're gonna make, if you're gonna choose a narrative, choose a real narrative. If his narrative is analytics, that's what his narrative is. You ain't gonna tell me he's doing more with less because that's a bullshit. Because that's cat I'm starting to smell like a lid store in this bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second. Took me a second. <clears throat> I thought you said lead at first. I had to. I had to think. Oh, that that's different. All right. I think it was just the Baltimore accent that threw me. Probably. Yeah. Um, speaking of throwing me off, I, I haven't been able to predict. Try to find a transition for this shit, man. <laughs> I knew it. I haven't been able to. Pre- <laughs> too quiet. He about to try to segue this shit. I haven't been able to predict this award in months. I've almost given up, but I'm gonna pass it to Reese right now for the unsung hero of the week in a two and one week. Right, two and one. Yep. Two in one week, so we had a good week. Say what? Which makes it harder. Yeah, two in one week, good week. Who who who's carrying us? Who was the guy that kept us going? That nobody is showing love. This is probably going to be the most controversial outsiders awards. I'm at. Uh, huh? I swear to God, if you pick, <laughs> you want to pick. Go ahead. It's probably going to be the most controversial. Since I gave it to Sean Sweeney last season. <laughs> now, let me tell y'all, 
leading up to this week, I was going to post on the outsides page. I was going to let y'all vote on it. But I didn't trust y'all enough. There were four candidates for me, which is probably the most I've had this season for one week. Okay. Maxi Kleber, Dwight Powell, Josh Green, and Jaden Hardy. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I uh, didn't have Christian Wood in it because I didn't want to have too many fucking nominees. Um, even though he did put up two great fucking games. But he had a triple double the last in the league. Yeah, he did. But the reason I say it's gonna be controversial is because in honor of our coach Jason Kidd being co-rookie of the year, there are co unsung hero of the week recipients. And I'm giving them to J&J Security, a.k.a. Josh Green and Jaden Hardy. The stepping up this week with Luca and Kyrie out, even extending from last week's performance, which obviously I'm not counting last week's performance. That's against the rules. There are no rules, but that's against the rules. Um, both putting up constant 2020, I mean, 20-point performance games. Uh, mostly efficiently, especially Josh Green. Uh, like I said, stepping up into those starting spots uh, with our two best players out. We lost one game, but we did win the Spurs game. Uh, we lost to the Grizzlies, but they put up a great effort. So this week, probably the only time this will happen. I couldn't choose between the two. I'm sorry. Uh, Cole, unsung hero of the week recipients, Josh Green and Jaden Hardy. I felt like you thought I was going to give it to Dwight Powell. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Did you think I was going to give it to Dwight? I thought you were going to give it to Dwight or Max. Yeah. I could tell when you said, if it's who I think it is. It couldn't be Max. Dwight was nominated. He had to be nominated for that 20 point fucking performance. I'm sorry. It could not be Max. If you had chose Max, I would have been upset. Max, he only got a mention because of the shot. That's it. The shot was cool, but yeah. Yeah. That, that that Spurs game when he tried to give it away. Yes. Yeah, it canceled out. Like he, he <laughs> redeemed himself with the shot. I did obviously I didn't nominate Christian Wood, but no. I feel like at a certain point you had said that Christian Wood wasn't eligible. Am I tripping? He no, I was gonna I was saying like, like earlier way, in the season. It was before we got Kyrie. I was like the way he's playing, okay, looking out our second best player, he won't be I might not, I might put him out of eligibility, but you know, with the way the team's treating him and him not getting time and shit, he's 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 eligible again. Um, but uh, since we got those co unsung hero of the week awards out of the way, uh, we had a two and one week. Let's see if the streak can continue into next week. And to tell us more about that, I'm gonna kick it to Bibbs' alternate identity. One of them, uh, Weatherman Bibbs, to see what's on the forecast. Hi, Reese. It's your boy, Weatherman Bibbs here. Uh, it's a little colder this time of year than we anticipated, but not for the Dallas Mavericks as they're just starting to heat up. <laughs> you like what I did there? Anyway, uh, we got a four-game week on the docket, and these opponents are not at 
their best right now. First on Monday, we're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant coming back from a quote-unquote eight-game suspension, but he will not be playing in that game. Report just came out. John Morant will not play. Luka is listed as questionable instead of out. Could he return? Uh, The Mavericks are also facing an injury to Kyrie Irving. He's dealing with the foot pain management. He's questionable as well. We'll see if he plays. They may decide they don't need him or Luka for this game. We shall see. Moving on in the week on Wednesday, the Mavericks are playing the Warriors. Discussed earlier in the podcast that they've lost three in a row. Uh, Are they going to get back on track? They're missing Andrew Wiggins. It's been out for some time, and it seems that team may be cracking at the seams. Then on Friday, the Mavs are at home against the Charlotte Hornets. Michael Jordan's thinking about selling his stake. He's seen enough. Uh, The the Charlotte Hornets are not even thinking about the play-in tournament. They're in tanking mode. Could they get Wemby or Scoot Henderson? We shall see. We get Saturday off, and then on Sunday, traveling to Charlotte. I know Bibbs said he may be in the house for that one. Uh, I will not be traveling to Charlotte myself unless necessary. That's back-to-back games against the Hornets, the Warriors who are reeling, and the shorthanded Grizzlies. Feels like a good week for a run race. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good about the week, uh, depending on when Luka comes back. Um, Fuck. Kyrie's playing in the Grizzly game. I feel good. Uh, I'm not going to lie. That Warriors game worries me because it's like, of course, it will be the Mavs to like lose to the Warriors at home. They That's the only place the Warriors win. Oh, wait, they don't win. No, I'm saying like us at home. Right, 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 right. I just had to double check. So we're at home. Warriors have won, what, seven games on the road this season? You know what? I'm going to say it, 4-0. and I was going to say 3-1. and I'm taking a risk with it, but 4-0. and Okay. I can see it happening. I'm not going to say which game I think we lose. I think we could lose either one of those first two. Yeah. But uh, three and one. I'm going to stick with it. Three and one is definitely a comfortable uh, comfortable pick because those those first two. The, the Grizzlies look all right without yeah. Ja. They seem, to be, they seem to be used to playing without Ja. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, I think the fact that we played them well. I mean, besides the last game, we played them well without Luka or Kyrie. I think Kyrie being there makes up a lot. And Christian Wood didn't play in that second game. Okay. So, yeah, I I feel like we can beat them whether or not Luka or Kyrie plays. That's why I'm not 100% ready to say we'll get it done. I would mind. I would not mind Luca not playing if he's questionable still right now. Like if they're not sure, then don't yeah. play. Yeah, I would rather him just sit out some more. I think we can win without him. Yeah. Um. Should be a fun week. Dylan Brooks gets his wish to defend Kyrie, so that'll be cool too. I really don't like that guy. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. I think he, he enjoys it. I like think he likes it that way. Yeah, good for him. Um. Let's see. We got two four-game weeks in a row, looks like. That's healthy Pacers, content. Pacers, 76ers, Heat, and Hawks the next week with another Sunday game. Should be fun. Should be fun. We're getting getting close to that playoff, boy. On the road to playoffs, man. 
Anything else we need to hit? I think we hit everything. It ain't much left to hit. Speaking of not much left to hit, uh, did you see the the Larsa Pippen? Hey. <laughs> Close the show out, dog. We ain't talking about that's no it, fucking Larsa it. Pippen. You that's just said that shit so you, you just said that shit so you could make the hit joke. <laughs> Talk about no fucking Larsa Pippen, man. Oh, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow, I think. <laughs> yeah, we'll see him tomorrow. All right, peace. Peace.